Welcome, everyone, to Music Junkies, a podcast about people sharing extraordinary stories about how music has impacted their lives. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Music Junkies. I'm Megan, the editor of this podcast, and I'm coming to you with Annette, the host of the podcast, and we're doing kind of a fun little interview as a lead-up to season two. We thought it'd be kind of interesting to delve into Annette's experience with the podcast, um, and just some questions that she asks people, so why not ask her, and then you guys get to find out a bit more about her. So there you go. That is today on Music Junkies. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild, yeah. <laughs> we need some sound effects. I'll put them in later. That's my job. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, so Annette, first question off the bat. Why did you start Music Junkies? Yeah, that's a great question. It was during COVID, you know, and a little bit before COVID, I was looking... I, I actually, to be honest, I always feel like I've never really been that creative. You know, I've been told, hey, you know, you should use your creative side. I've never really did that before. Yeah. But I've always loved music. I've always loved music. And uh, I was trying to think of what I could do that would be creative. Hmm. And so I talked to one of my girlfriends who I have known for 30 plus years. And I thought, hey, we've kept, kind of had a crazy upbringing. Wouldn't it be fun to do like a podcast together? And we could just like talk about our crazy life experiences. And uh, it just never came into fruition. She was busy. Her life is kind of different than mine, taking care of kids and all of that stuff. Um, And then I wanted to do, then I talked to my daughter and I said, why don't we do something? And we were going to really talk about like have people on the show that have maybe had like a very crazy story or something weird that has happened to them. So I started down that road and, uh, put out an ad on Kijiji and I started getting like all this dramatic, crazy stories. And I was like, you know what? I don't fucking know if I want to go down this rabbit hole at all. Um, So I kiboshed that. And then me and my husband were sitting at the table having a glass of wine and we were literally going through a a playlist and I was picking a song and he was picking a song. And he's like, remember when we did this? And I was like, remember this song from this? And Tyler's like, you should do the podcast on this, on yeah. people's playlist. And I was like, yeah, that'd be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's go do it. So we literally came into the office and recorded our first episode. I had no questions. I had nothing. If you watch the first episode, um, <laughs> it's me turning the can, like turning and looking away. Yeah. And coming up with random questions, but I loved I love the idea of it. Mm -hmm. And what I love the most is that every single person that I asked said yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's such a great idea. Music has influenced my life on this, or I have a story about this. So Mm -hmm. it just kind of happened. Yeah. I think one of the the best ways that I've heard a guest describe, and this will be coming up in season two, um, was Indiana Gregg. She described it as music being a calendar of people's lives because you, you associate those memories with music so much, right? Like I remember road trips from being a kid where there's certain albums that we would always take on a road trip because that was road trip music. So like I can see parts of highways in BC with that music because it was always there. 
Like, it's such it's such a cool thing that you've turned this into a podcast because it, it does dig up those memories for people. Yeah, the good, so. the bad, and the ugly. I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I think it's really cool to see, and, and getting to edit these episodes, it's really cool to see just how nostalgic it makes some people and how like i bet they haven't told this story to someone in years and suddenly it's like oh i'm bringing this up on a podcast (laughs) randomly it's so cool it's really cool to just watch them be in that memory Mm -hmm. too like that's my favorite part is watching them share the story them imagining themselves right there and experiencing it again. And I love that the podcast is all about them. It's yeah. not about me. It's not about me sharing stories or anything like that. It's just, and I love that it's just all about them. So after when we're done, I love that they love that experience. Yeah, it's almost like a, a weird release. Like it, it yeah. must be like a nice shot of serotonin for some of these people to like relive those happy memories. And I mean, some of them aren't happy, so that would also but it's probably like freeing in some ways to get that out there and talk about it. It'd be like having a, a psychologist visit in some way. Yeah, and <laughs> I like even before because now they have to go and put their playlist together. Mm-hmm. So they have to go down many, many rabbit hole, holes and figure out, okay, do I want to share this story? Yeah. This song leads to this song, this song leads to this song. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's really cool. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, second question. Um, what was it like? Like you mentioned a little bit of how no one said no to you. What was it like starting out? Um, and you mentioned again this a little bit. Um, starting out a podcast, like finding what platforms you wanted to use, technical difficulties, any of that stuff. How how was yeah. that experience? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny because I feel like I got really lucky. Mm. Right. So here I started this podcast and I had all of these episodes. I wasn't, I didn't even know if I was going to release. I actually started in June. Mm. I started recording June in 2021. And I just, I had up to about 30 episodes saved and I didn't really know what to do. And when I was interviewing people, I said, hey, I don't, like after the interview, I'd say, hey, I don't even know if this is ever gonna go live. Mm. I just like the concept of just interviewing people. And I love the fact that I could find out in 40 minutes or an hour so much more than I could with people I've known for 15, 20 years. Yeah. Right, and it put me, I felt like it just put me on a different um, level of intimacy with them, really. Like Mm -hmm. I felt like, pleasure to, you know, to be able to experience, share those experiences with them. So I did have a friend that had a podcast, Pursuit of Happiness, Ben Spankel. Um, and so I reached out to him and I said, obviously, you know, we're in the same business. Yep. I would like, do you have an editor? And he goes, yeah, this awesome guy. And he was in the States. And so I got a hold of him and he started editing my, my videos. Um, and then I ran into uh, another lady that ran, did a podcast. Um, I reached out to her and said, hey, do you want to be, be on my podcast? And uh, she became my editor, right? So she kind of like, hey, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. So I was doing all of kind of what she told me to do, mm-hmm. right? And then I hired a writer, right? Yeah. So, you know, because I found that it's a lot of work, right? Yeah, yeah. 
I couldn't imagine editing and then writing all the prescriptions and, you know, you know, going on Instagram 15 times a day and posting something. I was like, holy shit, I don't even have time for my other business. Like this is like a lot. Yeah. So I outsourced a lot and I met an amazing lady on Instagram and she became my writer for probably six months. She was amazing. Hmm. Um, and then her dad um, got, was diagnosed with stage four cancer. Hmm. So then I had to kind of take that role on of writing. Yeah. And then my editor said, hey, I'll help you write. So I've been really, really lucky that I haven't had to do too much. Mm -hmm. I just, you, you, I just pay people. <laughs> <laughs> I just pay people. <laughs> I just pay people to do it. I feel like that's the best way. And I trust their judgment. And I love like even, you know, having you as an editor as well. I love working with people. Um, that have ideas. I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't. So yeah. if somebody says, Hey, why don't you add tags? I'll add some fucking tags. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You're willing hey, to try anything once. Change, yeah. yeah. Change the titles. I'll do that. What's the worst case scenario? If I'm not really, of course, one day I want to interview Eminem, but right now I just like what it is. Yeah. So, you're just having fun. You're out there having fun yeah. meeting people. Yeah, that's right. So I know eventually one day somebody will come into my life and they'll say, hey, you got to do this, this and this and this. Let's change it all. And I'll be like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Yeah. So I like learning along the way. I mm -hmm. want nothing to do with editing. Megan, I commend you for all of that. I tried to do that when my editor left. Yeah. Um, then I was freaking out because <laughs> I was like, holy shit, this is what the hell do I do here? Like, even though it seemed easy, like press some buttons and it uploads yeah. and changes stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was scary, right? And it's weird just kind of learning and you don't really understand the technical side of it. Like, I didn't really care about audio and sound and I did lots in my kitchen where people were like, holy cow, it's like echoey or I had <laughs> things behind me that didn't yeah. really matter. And they're like, it needs to be more visual. And it's like, really, does it? And I just, I still wanted to stick to the concept of just being raw, mm -hmm. right? I didn't yeah. want to be polished. I didn't want to be, you know, look like I had a script. Um, yeah. I just wanted to have that, um, yeah. that guest feel as comfortable. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like people like that a lot more than everything that is entirely scripted or yeah everything is planned to the t because it just it doesn't feel authentic or organic it's like oh this is clearly it'd be like watching uh i am one of those really cheesy written tv shows that you can like clearly tell that this is the most horrible thing ever versus watching something like i don't know um what's a good movie that has a lot of improved i think um ragnarok thor ragnarok yeah. they did a lot of improv in a lot of the scenes um, and you can tell sometimes when the actors just go for it, right? It's the difference between that. You can really tell when something is genuine and from the heart, and I think people really appreciate that. I like that you talked about Thor. <laughs> I'm a huge Chris Hemsworth Oh, fan. yeah? <laughs> My rock yummy, does yummy. include the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> I might live under a rock, but we've heard of the MCU. <laughs> she knows the hammer when she sees one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, dear. Um, next question. Uh, because you did start in COVID, um, you did do some in-person interviews as well. Do you find there's a big difference for your guests and I guess for you interviewing someone live versus 
doing stuff over Zoom. Yeah, I, huge. Yeah. So when I started, 90% of them were live and mm -hmm. I loved it. And the reason why I loved it is I felt that they were giving me a part of themselves. So I wanted to give them something back. Yeah. So I wanted to make their favorite drink. I wanted to cook them dinner. I wanted them to have this a massive experience with me mm -hmm. before or after we did the podcast. Yeah. So I love that concept of it. I love that I get to meet people all over the world. That's really cool with Zoom, but I would love to just always be doing this live. I just feel like there's a different connection. I I can read their body language better. We can yeah. have a drink. It can be looser. It can just be like more flowy. When it is live over Zoom, I feel like it's business and I don't like that concept of it. I want yeah. it to be fun. Yeah, well, yeah, and it's you talking to a camera and a digital versus uh, a real face-to-face -face human. And I think that's become really important with what's been going on in the world is is getting back to that human connection. So it'd be cool to see moving forward um, more in-person interviews. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> I notice a big difference, like doing stuff over Zoom versus in person. Yeah. It'd be cool to finally meet you in person. Today. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I feel like everything I do lately has just been over Zoom. Yeah. I also feel like sometimes it's hard to. I feel like I'm very good at building a connection quite quickly. I think I feel like that's a great talent of mine. Mm. But sometimes it's like pulling teeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I feel like if we were together in a room, yeah. it would be nice to just have like a, a chair or like, you know, <laughs> we're super comfortable. We're having some drinks yeah. before the cameras are around, but we don't even know that we're around. Exactly. We're, yeah. We're able just to kind of play music on the stereo. That's mm -hmm. would be like ideal because it's comforting and it's comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd like to get back yeah, to. Yeah, sure. no, I, I completely understand. So that. all the famous people or anybody that wants to be, you know, on Music Junkies, you have you to come to Annette's and have dinner. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And I'll cook you dinner and make you your favorite drink. That was my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. Make, finding out what their favorite drink was. And yeah, it was cool. Um, going back and coming up with some of the titles for some of the older episodes, getting to see you, like, making drinks for people, and they were always like so surprised that you that you made them that specific drink <laughs> yeah and then my producer tyler used to yeah yeah drink that walks down in and puts them. down a drink yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love that part of it that was my favorite part of doing it yeah and i love doing couples right i love mm -hmm. like interviewing the wife first and then interviewing the husband or however that works yeah. and then getting them together and interviewing them and having them over for dinner and doing that i love doing that kind of stuff yeah <laughs> yeah, it just was more intimate. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, what are some of your favorite moments from season one? Best guests, best songs, anything come to mind? I mean, you've done oh. so many, that's like a, a really broad question. <laughs> you know what? I never knew what was going to happen. Like, in the very beginning, obviously, I interviewed a lot of, a lot of my friends, yeah. right? So... There were certain people that I knew that was going to be a blast. You know, when I, I interviewed, you know, my husband first and then I did my daughter and then I didn't really know where it was gonna go. Mm -hmm. And um, good friends of mine, Chad and Jen, they came over for dinner and 
they didn't know that they were going to be on a podcast. <laughs> just they, created a, <laughs> they created a playlist for me and they had no real idea. And then after I cooked them this amazing dinner, I just said, Hey, like, yeah. would you guys be open to, you know, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And after that podcast, um, the, the praise and the encouragement from those two people is mm-hmm. probably why I'm doing this podcast. Hmm. They thought it was incredible. They thought it was such a good job. Um, they loved it. They were engaged. They had a blast. That kind of validation push, yeah. um, made me feel like, oh, hey, I might have something. Mm-hmm. So Chad and Jen were like really inspirational for me to kind of do that. Yeah. Um, another one was was Duff, right? He, you know, had his sister committed, you know, you know, committed suicide. Um, so that one, I didn't realize that was, I didn't realize how much music could really influence somebody mm-hmm. like that. Like, I didn't expect that down this journey at all. I didn't know what to expect doing this, <laughs> but I hadn't had anybody share kind of stories like that. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, whoa, this is kind of a new experience. So Dust was really impactful. Um, Jared Sleds was impactful because he gave me the song Burning Man and it's been one of my favorite songs since. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, Miss Francois, right? This was probably one of the first times that I reached out to somebody on Instagram and they said yes. And I had no no background of them, didn't know who they were. Yeah. She was this, you know, milk chocolate, crazy, wonderful, like beautiful soul. Yeah. And she allowed, like, she allowed me to ask her crazy questions because leading up to it, I had really just did my friends and they knew my personality. So this is now somebody that didn't know my personality. Yeah, Yeah. And because she was wild and crazy, I was like, oh, it's fair for me to ask her how many dick pics she's got and yeah you know what I mean so it was more of that building that confidence along, along the way yeah so there was there were so many that were impactful but those ones those are the ones that really kind of Stood stand out, out yeah. for me for sure because yeah. I feel Important like it's kind of different story. stages like different yeah. stages in my you know and now I look at how many people I'm interviewing and you know I go on Instagram on a daily basis and there's you know five or six messages a day from fans that want to be on the, the podcast hey I seen this person hey I seen this person I would love to be on your show yeah and that always feels good and, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna accept everybody really like I haven't said no to anybody <laughs> yeah because why like yeah exactly you gotta at least give them I, a chance <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't like you could have a really cool story, mm-hmm. you know, and if you want to share it and I don't have to go bang down doors and ask for people to be on the show, then yeah. why not? Yeah. Right? It makes your life easier. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no siege weaponry needed. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Brent Tyler was really cool. He's uh, you know, a Canadian artist and he's like seven foot tall. Right. <laughs> so and we did that live and I, you know, it was pretty cool to make him a bourbon drink. And yeah. that was like a really, really cool, really cool experience. My girlfriend, Tracy Germain, 
who is super nervous, has never really been in front of a camera, does not like the limelight at all. <laughs> she was a blast, right? Yeah. And she was super open and willing to kind of just be herself, which I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. um, my very first, um, what, how do I say this? My very first road trip to go do a Music Junkies was a good friend of mine, Freeman. And, uh, I wanted to do it in his garage because it's whole entire garage is full of Iron Maiden. Like yep. it's just, it's all Iron Maiden. Yeah. So I was excited to like travel to my first gig, right? <laughs> Me and Teller laughed. We're like the, bringing a table and all the sound equipment yep. and everything. And we're setting up in the garage and we're having some beers. And, and uh, the first thing he said, like, he's not very, he doesn't like to talk about sex, right? So I said, you know, if there's anything you don't want to talk about, just let me know. He's like, I don't want to, I don't want a lot of any sex talking that. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. I respect that. Well, but if you listen to the podcast, the whole entire podcast is about Freeman's dick, and <laughs> yep. sexuality, and gay guys hitting on him and stuff like that. So it's all sexual. And then at the end, he was like, that whole podcast is about sex. <laughs> It just went that way, right? So I, I love, I loved that. That was, you know. And then I interviewed these two guys, uh, the any, the anything show, and Andrew's lifestyle of a gay black boy. These guys were absolutely hilarious. These two guys yeah. were like the first time that I ever reached out or you know to another podcast. First time I ever had like two people on a podcast. And they were hilarious, like super funny. And I think my confidence was just building more mm -hmm. and more and more. There were so many good ones. Like that Tim Lagman, right, was out of control. He was, you know, obviously a, an escort turned sex educator, right? Yep, yep. But he was a lot of fun because he, first of all, he was super hungover, right? He was dying. It was his birthday the night before. And he would, I love the fact that he was just so open about his sexuality and so open about his previous career and, yeah. you know, how he got into becoming an escort and, you know, how he kind of turned that life around. Mm -hmm. and, and that was my only episode that got banned on Instagram. Like every time <laughs> that episode, like a clip came out or anything to do with him, it was banned. <laughs> Right, they shut down my account. Yeah. Um, they deleted like I did all this work, like three months work on on my planner. They deleted all of that was all gone thanks to Tim. <laughs> They're like, we're banning this chick. We're taking all of her social media pre-planned stuff. Yeah. So that was a rough one, but yeah. it was still a lot of fun hmm. as well. Um, the mighty one, right? That was awesome. And I think because my girlfriend, Brandy, who was a really good one too, she was a music promoter and we did that one live. And, uh, I just appreciated her so much and she was so much fun and open and really encouraged me. And she has sent me tons of artists to interview, which was really cool. And one of them was the mighty one, Tim, and he was phenomenal. And, yeah, there was just so many. Like, yeah. all of them have like a special place in my heart because there was a reason why I reached out to these people or 
or when they reached out to me, there was no question when I kind of looked them over and wanted to like have fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like the heavy metal horror show. That was the first time that I had, you know, I was nervous. It was for them. I didn't know how we were going to kind of like maneuver this stuff, but they liked heavy metal. So it was really, really good. And, you know, Derek Jermaine's, you know, here I drove all the way to St. Paul, like past St. Paul to go do this interview <laughs> because I wanted to do Derek's live. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, you know, we we're good friends and I just wanted to be live with him doing that because we feed off each other no matter what. So I'm like, this would be so good live. Yeah. So drove five hours to do this interview. And uh, after two days of heavy drinking, he finally did it because he was nervous and he shouldn't be nervous, but he was nervous. Right. Yeah. And then we got liquored up and he's like, let's just fucking do this because it's not going to get done. If we do it. Right. That's so there's crazy. been so many, so many amazing ones. And, and really the first one with Tyler, right. Where I was all over the place, had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. It was just taking was that just leap so of natural. faith and actually just doing it. Yeah. yeah. But I do love the live ones. I, you know, I love, I love every single one of my guests. I could talk about every single one of them about, yeah. you know, a story that they had or, you know, before the conversation leading up to it. And, you know, there's a, you know, a really cool story with this Rich Chambers and, um, you know, I was having a really shitty day. You know, I had, uh, I just was having a shitty day. I had a, a one a person that I interviewed um, on my show like email me and said, "Hey, listen, I don't want you to put. I don't want to be affiliated with your podcast. I don't want you to put my podcast out." And hmm. and this was somebody that um, we had collaborated together, and we were going to do some billboards together in Calgary and all this stuff. And hmm. he felt like my podcast was too sexual and. It was too bad. And the reason why it was really sexual that week was because Tim was coming out and he was a sex educator. So he had this preconceived notion of, of who I was. So that really fucking pissed me off. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Anyways. And so I was going through this and Rich Chambers just sent me this beautiful email about wanting to be on the show and he loved it. And, and I was just like, He's, he just changed my state completely. Yeah. So I emailed him back. I said, I'd love to have you show. You know, you changed my state. I can't wait to meet you. Um, so he was instrumental in that day, you know, and I look at, you know, even Bob and Miles when I was going through that too. I, was, <laughs> I sent them that that little email that that guy sent me. Yeah. I'm like, go, go splash this on your radio show. Like go make some commentary from it. So yeah. I feel like all of these people intertwined, we've had some deeper connection hmm. with, which has been really, really cool. Yeah. I think that was a long Bob question. and Miles was probably my favorite episode to edit <laughs> so far. Oh, that was the first time I've never seen somebody. So like, yeah. imagine doing a podcast with a fucking picture and I'm like, what is happening? Are they seriously not going to show their face? Yeah. And they're like, Annette, we never show our face. And I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> and then at the end, if you stay to the end, you'll be grossed yeah. out because like yeah. Miles is showing his belly. It's long. <laughs> But I can make people do weird, crazy, creepy things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, that was a great one. Um, if you could have anyone 
I guess they have to be alive because you can't interview dead people. But if you could have anyone on your podcast in season two, who would you really, really want to interview? Oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. So the reason why it's such a good question is some of the things that I've kind of noticed. Yeah. Um, I need to have somebody that is okay with sharing something and not concerned about what will happen on social media. Yeah. That is the biggest thing. That is what makes my show good. Yeah. If I, and I've noticed that I've interviewed people where I can tell right away up front how far I can push the questions. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason being is that they're worried about backlash what yeah. think on social media. So like for me to say, so, I, I need somebody like raw and real. So it'd mm-hmm. be somebody like pink. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like she would be very open. I feel like she has been very open about whatever Madonna, right. Where she wouldn't give a shit what she talked about. Eminem probably wouldn't give a shit about what he talked about. So it would have to really kind of be those types. If I was thinking famous, it would have to be yeah. those types of people that didn't care what they said and weren't like worried about the outcome. Yeah, they filtered themselves a bit less. Yeah, right? Yeah. So it would have to, and, and it didn't have to be anybody famous, but that is the type of people that do well on my show where they're not afraid to say something. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had, I haven't had a lot, but I've had a few people come to me like, oh, sh- shit, I forgot that I actually said that. Can we, can we edit that out of there? Yeah. And that's, sucks right i don't want to edit it out there mm-hmm. first of all i feel like in the beginning you have full control of the music that you pick right yeah. so you're pick you're picking the songs that bring up those memories for you i don't i don't know those memories right yeah. and then i give you an option in that podcast to pass on a question so if you don't want to pass on a question and you answer a question yeah that's kind of on you <laughs> Right. So now I'm getting people to sign a release waiver, right? Because I'm like, Hey, listen, that story that you shared or that thing that you shared is really good. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't want to share it, you shouldn't have shared it or picked it or talked about it. Yeah. And I just, I, I don't really care about social media. So whatever, like I just go fucking block them. Like who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Like why keep them on there? It just doesn't make sense to me. If, if, mm-hmm. You know, if somebody's like grinding me about something, fucking block. See you later. Like, yeah, and if too your short. friends <laughs> can't laugh at what you say, then they're probably not good friends. Yeah. So I struggle with that, and it is a great question. But that's it's more of like who I'm the personality type. Yeah, versus yeah, versus us. Because I don't have to be famous. Person. I can be anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They just have to have like an open personality. They're okay to share. And again, I'm not stupid. I can read people pretty well. Like you'll notice podcasts where I don't talk about sex at all, or I don't talk about any profanities at all or mm-hmm. anything because I've already kind of read them before. I can read them on their playlist. I know when I'm hitting Yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, holy fuck, like, I don't know where <laughs> this one's going to go. Yeah. Right. So yeah. like you, you kind of can tell by their music. yeah no that's great that's great it does make sense that it's more of a a personality like this gravitates you more towards a guest than 
than something else. Mm -hmm. Um, It's huge on personality. Yeah, just because your podcast is, as we talked about earlier, it's so raw and organic. Like, you need that authenticity to come along with it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Now we get to come to the fun questions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On all of your podcasts, you seem to ask everybody this. What is your biggest pet peeve? Oh. It's like the star question. That... <laughs> no, I sh- we should do a, like a little edit video of all the pet peeves. We could, we could. <laughs> I hate fucking people chewing food. Like if I can hear you chewing food, that <laughs> drives me <laughs> up the wall. <laughs> and I'm a quiet sleeper. I like, like I need the room black. Yeah. I don't want to hear you puffing. I don't want to hear you breathing i don't want to hear any of that stuff so, so does that tyler sleep in another me. room then <laughs> i i i ran it sometimes too yeah yeah father was snoring too loud i've got him all the way to a mouthpiece yeah. so now it's like if he puffs i'm fucking losing my mind <laughs> <laughs> i need to go sleep in another room or i'm like stop fucking puffing nice nice (laughs) i like those are my two biggest ones is that is quiet during sleep and i do not want to fucking hear you (laughs) (laughs) so no no eating carrots around you carrots are no no it's like don't you have any insulation in your mind like why can i hear you Oh dear. <laughs> it's uh, true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, if you can only listen to one album or artist for the rest of time, like you were banned from everything else, who or what album would that be? It would probably just, I'd be able to listen to Motley Crue forever. Yeah. Yeah, I think so for sure. Yeah. I think a lot of their older stuff I, I love, like from, you know, Kickstart My Heart Down. I don't know a lot of their brand new stuff, um, but they've been my favorite band of all time. Like, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I don't think I could ever listen to one song for the rest of my life because I love too much yeah. music. I would probably kill myself, but um, <laughs> I could probably listen to that, their albums forever. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. Like, I do like a variety of music. Yeah. But I'm gonna say molecules. First thing that popped in my head. I'll have to Google them. I don't actually know what that is. <laughs> 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 Cruise, that is so awesome. I I might recognize their songs, like if I heard them. I probably heard them on the radio or something, but like off the top of my head it's like, who is that? <laughs> and I feel really They bad. would be my ultimate person people band to have on. Yeah. For sure. Hmm. For sure, hundred percent. I would love to have Nikki Six, you know, Vince Neil, McMars, Tommy Lee on the show. For sure. It'd be so awesome. We need to start like spamming them on Instagram yeah. every day. Yeah. Come be every on the day. show. Come be on, be on the show. show. Be on the show. Yeah. We'll just send it as an automatic message to send. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> start putting no, it in billboards in their hometowns. Be on music junkie. <laughs> That's right. You haven't made it unless you're on music junkies. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Um, what is your best live concert experience that you've been to? Oh, mm, tough one, huh? It, that would be a tough one, but honestly, again, I'm gonna say Motley Crue. They, yeah, 
they put on a phenomenal, and I'm going to see them in September, but they put on a phenomenal show. Like you're not just going to see a band play, you're going yeah. to see a show, right? Yeah. But Pink was fucking phenomenal too. Like watching her do acrobats through the whole entire show. Like yeah. that's amazing. Prince was like, you know, I love Prince. Prince was phenomenal. There's been so many, like, yeah, I love going to see concerts. Like I love, I love it. I yeah. love going to see shows. There's been so many, you know, my first was Iron Maiden. You know, I was like, 13 that was like an incredible show yeah acdc like so many yeah i feel like i was born in the wrong era i need to be born in like the the 60s because i think we go into concerts in the the 80s because that's when yeah. good concerts were that's right yeah. and they did they they performed yeah you know there was a light show there was fireworks yeah. there was not just like you up there fucking strumming a guitar. I don't give a shit about that. Like that's boring. Like, I'm gonna need to get drunk or high. Yeah, like, you need the whole you. experience. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's so true. <laughs> um, and then I guess my last question that I have, unless I miraculously come up with any others uh, off the top of my head, is words of advice for people who want to start a podcast, just starting out a podcast. I know we kind of talked about your origins a bit, but just anything that you think someone should know if they want to go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> Don't be easily swayed. Right? If you want to do a podcast, however you want to do it, I'll use mine for example. I wanted to do a podcast that was raw and real and authentic and off the wall. And when I got that discouraging email from that gentleman that didn't want to be affiliated with it, it made me spiral. It made me feel like I was doing something wrong. It made me feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go down this road. And I got some words of advice, you know, that said, hey, just go be you. This is what make, this is what's gonna make you happy. Mm -hmm. And that was the biggest thing. If you're gonna start, just do the podcast that you wanna go and do. Stop worrying about, is it gonna make money? Stop worrying about if people are gonna listen. Stop worrying about all of that stuff. You need to take all of that away. If you like doing it and you're getting into it to do it, then just do it. Yeah. Don't worry about all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think too many people change, right? I think too many yeah. people, they stick to I'm going to start yourself. one podcast and then like yeah. six months later, they that one didn't do well and then I'm going to start another one. And you know, because I had so many episodes in the pipe, mm -hmm. I haven't been able to release some of them because some of the people that I have interviewed, I can't find anymore, hmm. right? Like they're just gone, hmm. right? Where they have started a podcast and now they're just magically gone. And that's sad because yeah. they seem to like it and enjoy it and have fun. And so yeah, just if you go pick something to stick with it, no. Right? You can change and maneuver, but don't don't allow somebody to be a fucking dream stealer, man. Cool. They're your dreams. You go after them. Don't allow anybody to step in there. Yeah. You know what's right and wrong. You know what to do. Just go do it. Hmm. All right. Great advice. I think that's good life advice too. <laughs> yeah, just I agree too. Be yourself. You know. Yeah, just be happy with your be happy with the skin that you're in. Yeah. Stop worrying about what everybody else thinks. And that's the downfall of social media. Yeah. 
It's, it's what and everybody I, else thinks, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's a downfall of podcasts too. Mm-hmm. They think that they're not amazing because they only got 400 followers, or they think they're not amazing because they only got three likes on their picture. Yeah. You know, and that's sad. Go look at stuff. I had said this to my daughter the other day. I said, you know, I'll use an example of, you know, like a superstar, right? Let's say Garth Brooks. He doesn't post on social media, but let's say, I don't know, like a fam- like Pink or something. You know, she'll do a post and they'll be like, nine million likes right which is cool mm-hmm. but then there's only like four thousand people that make a comment yeah. out of nine million people right how many comments do you make how many likes do you do do you know what i mean stop taking it so personally i don't go through instagram and go like 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 fuck that i'm just scrolling i'm yeah. like show me something and like i'm killing time yeah. it has nothing to do with you i'm just i'm bored yeah yeah Right? So stop thinking it's like, oh my God, my picture didn't get liked, or oh my God, they didn't listen to my podcast. It's like, no, people are just bored. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It should be and a thing for you first. Yeah. Not I for agree. anyone else. Yeah. If it makes you happy, then you go do it. Yeah. Thanks for listening today. Hope you enjoyed the show. New episodes out every Monday. Please share with a friend and subscribe because you want to. And like me because you like me. Leave a comment so we can connect. And if you have a great playlist and you want to share, I'd love to have you on the show. Please reach out to me on Instagram at the Music Junkies Podcast.